What's okay, up, here. everyone? This is Jason Tucker. This is WP Water Cooler, episode number 169. Today's topic is Beyond Learning JavaScript Deeply. We're going to go around the room real quick and get everyone introduced. Let's start with Chris Lemma. Chris, tell us all about yourself. Hi, I'm Chris Lemma. I blog over at chrislemma.com. I also work at a company called Crowd Favorites, and I run the North County San Diego WordPress Meetup. Very nice. Dave, it's been a while. It has been a while. Uh, I'm Dave. CTO at Spectrum Technologies, where we build custom plugins and e-commerce solutions. Nice. What about you, George? Um, I'm George Savanis. I help run the local Lancaster, Pennsylvania WordPress community. I work for Automatic. I build all sorts of shiny stuff related to Jetpack. You can blame me. Yeah, nice. we do. We always do. <laughs> we do. Not only is this your yearly uh, appearance on the show? <laughs> yeah, and I'm getting oh, it out of the way early, time for me to so blog. we're all set yeah. for all of 2016. <laughs> Natalie comes to the show, Steve blogs, and we're done. Yeah, I've been waiting for Steve's blog. Where can people find you? Uh, I'm founder and principal of Purple Pen Productions, uh, founder and chapter leader of the Los Angeles chapter of Girl Develop It, uh, and I'm Natalie Mack on Twitter. Awesome. Russ, what about you? Uh, my name is Russ. I do everything in Las Vegas, WordPress-related, meetups, WordCamp, maybe non-meetups, who knows, and uh, find me at Russ on all the things. <laughs> Say, what about you? <laughs> okay, hi. Uh, happy New Year. Uh, my name is Say Reed. I make WordPress, love WordPress, teach WordPress, at Say Reed Media on all the things. Ooh. Nice. <laughs> Suzette, you're back. Yay! <laughs> Hello, everybody. I'm Suzette Frank. I am a freelance web professional, and you can find me on the Twitters at Suzette underscore Frank with a CK at the end, and happy to 2016. Nice. Steve, what about you? And you're muted, by the way. Hi, I'm Steve Zingett, and I am the founder of A little deeper. Oh, there we go. I and I blog uh, yearly. Who, I blog yearly. Who muted me? Uh, I'm Steve Zingett. I'm the founder of Zeke Interactive, and I run the OC WordPress meetup. He's also lead developer for uh, WikiLeaks. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm, wow. I'm at Wikipedia. I'm at Wikipedia. How did you know? I is that, is that running on WordPress? My, 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 my other name is Julian Assange. I meant I meant <laughs> Wikipedia. Wikipedia, not WikiLeaks. No, WikiLeaks sounds better, though. It does. It does. Sure, it's not Wiktionary the way he likes defining things. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Zach, tell us about yourself. Hi, everyone. Um, my name is Zach Gordon. I think most of you probably know me from uh, teaching WordPress over at Treehouse. And right now I'm working on a JavaScript for WordPress master course. And awesome. you can find that over at javascriptforwp.com. Very I cool. Signed up for Treehouse. I'm Jason Tucker. You can find me, Jason Tucker, on Twitter. I blog over at wpmedia.pro and jasontucker.us. So, you know, this is our, we, first, this is our <laughs> first broadcast of 2016. It is. Yes, yes. Oh, and we got a full house in the house. And, and apparently, <laughs> we're going to use the word deeply in every title this year. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, sure important. I sure hope not. I can get we're behind that. Into the water cooler oh, deeply. the double entendre. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you don't know the reference uh, to deeply here, um, in the state of the word uh, presentation by Matt Mullenweg, uh, one of the co-founders of the WordPress project, 
he stipulated or stated, suggested that everyone learn WordPress uh, JavaScript deeply. Deeply. And, uh, and so that's apparently very different than learning JavaScript uh, superficially. Shallowly? And, Shallowly. And Just a bit. Just the tip. Cursory. <laughs> well, there was a call to, to learn JavaScript. And, of course, our topic today is oh. what else you might want to look at this year um, what other things you might like to learn uh, deeply. Or, or might deeply. need to learn beyond JavaScript deeply? So. <laughs> you should learn everything. Actually, all we wanted to do on today's episode was giggle the whole time, so we thought that that would be really fun for us. Okay, we can 30 minutes of giggling. Yeah, it sounds good to me. Because I do everything deeply. All right. So, so say since you didn't want to learn, say since you, you didn't want to learn JavaScript, um, what else are you focusing on? No, I am learning JavaScript. Okay. So, okay. I that straight up. You didn't want to learn it because we're talking yeah. about something else. So, I'm resisting, but uh, you know, you got to do what you got to do. So, Dave, what should people learn this year? What should they put on their list to learn beyond just JavaScript? Oh, Action script. Your mom. Uh, I, I said before, learn everything. I, uh, oh, that's super language, helpful. Active frameworks. Uh, the more hey, stuff I'll, you learn and you right back everything. to WordPress, the better off you're going to be. I just went I, to learneverything.com and I already got a certificate. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you're done. But, but that's, that's good. That, that certificate. I is have to learn everything deeply. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, LearnEverythingDeeply.com. Beyond just learning the languages, uh, you could learn more about hosting, uh, Apache and Nginx, and, and learn things like that that will help you manage the website as well as build the applications that run on the website. I think, uh, well, we could talk about that for a second, like how you could deeply learn your host. <laughs> oh, stop. <laughs> oh, boy. George. <laughs> George, take it away. So I think that apart from just understanding the underlying principles of JavaScript, there's a lot of stuff that we can really benefit from learning deeply, like um, JavaScript templating libraries and ways of building the API. Uh, with WordPress 4.4, uh, the core of the JSON API has shipped in WordPress core, so we can use it. If you're building a plugin, um, by using that and understanding it deeply, uh, you can make sure that your plugin uh, plays nicely with other plugins, with other mobile applications that may want to uh, tie in. Uh, Yoast SEO is an example. Uh, uses the WordPress uh, core REST API. Then a mobile application like Calypso or something uh, could be modified to use those endpoints just as Yoast itself does. It makes uh, applications first class uh, participants in administering your blog. I think JSON and REST are great takeaways from what you just said. Learn those two things. And it's on my list. Yeah. I'm and write I think it down too right how now. some of the plugins um, can be done and built differently when they're built off of the REST. So unrelated necessarily to JavaScript delivering it, understanding how um, plugins could be built differently, delivering just raw data. You know, the other JSON takeaway from that. Um, to people, I think, is, is something to... Yeah. Well, so we went, we went really techy really quickly, and obviously JavaScript's kind of like, you know, going in that direction anyway, but for some of the people who maybe 
more noobs or just starting out, I think we would be remiss if we didn't at least say that if you don't know HTML and CSS deeply, deeply, then you should at least, you should, I would say, even still start there because that's still the foundation of what we're dealing with. And if you don't understand that, then this other stuff is not necessarily going to be all that helpful to you. Yeah, you really need to have a good foundation in HTML and CSS before you can so, get on the script. I, yeah, I just wanted to lay that out there. That's a great tip. Well, not necessarily. I don't, I don't know that I agree with that. <laughs> yeah. Really? Bring uh, it. And, Bring and I think, it. Come I on. think things have changed because JavaScript applies at so many different places now. JavaScript is mm -hmm. now a server language, right? So you could yeah. focus on the server side of, of JavaScript and never have to touch anything on the front end. Okay, so I guess it depends on what you're trying to do. Let me rephrase that. If you're trying, if you're, so if it you're developing, always, <laughs> it always depends. It depends. <laughs> if you're trying to do more um, applications and you know technical server stuff, et cetera, et cetera, database stuff, that's different skill set that you're going to want to focus on developing than the CSS, JavaScript, all that. But basically, JavaScript goes both ways. So that's why I think that's <laughs> it goes both ways deeply. Also. But I would say that knowing HTML and CSS is never a bad idea, no Agreed. matter what you're doing. Agreed. Agreed. I think so that knowing less and SAS and stuff, too, you might as well start learning those because that's what everyone else is using. Yeah, yeah. I think well, SAS is pretty necessary. I was going to say, I think that uh, even just learning CSS now, it's kind of at the point where learning SAS is part of that process, even if you're earlier on, is important because. Um, if, when it does get to that JavaScript stuff, so much is uh, running on similar tools for building out and combining files and things. So learning that um, with something like CSS could probably be a little bit easier than um, tackling it just when you get to beginning to learning JavaScript or something. So there's other tools. What, what is hanging over your shoulder? Whose shoulder? Whose shoulder? A painting with some beads and feather. Hanging oh, okay. All right. Um, real quick, would you just poll wise of these lovely people here in front of me, less uh, or SAS? Everyone's going SAS. SAS. No less. SAS. 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 SAS all the way. No less. Okay, you heard just it here. Sassy. Just checking. <laughs> we like SAS here on the water cooler. Go fix. We're sassy. Deeply well, sassy. I mean, if you're going to get heavily in the bootstrap, I mean, it, it's it, they're making that switch over to SAS from let. So I mean, you're gonna you're gonna start learning SAS regardless, you know. Pretty I much, think, that's where everyone's going into the new standard as well. Foundation. In in the end, SAS wound up winning the preprocessor wars, just like jQuery beat out a prototype and new tools in the JavaScript library wars years ago. And VHS. So Chris, Chris you know. we're, going, we go. we're going down the line. Go ahead. I, I was going to ask Natalie next. What are you asking me? Wait, is there like a turns? Are we taking turns? What should we learn Chris is trying to drive this somewhere. Uh, I don't know what's going on. What, what <laughs> on the list? We're what's breaking the all list? the rules and calling on people. Okay, what? on my list for this year is regular expressions. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Oh, that's a good oh. one. Stop. Everybody watching the show, listening to the show, even years from now listening to the show, ignore, ignore what she just said. Regular expressions, you cannot learn them in one year. That's <laughs> okay, but you have to sign up which... for the decade course. You cannot do it in a year. There's no. no I have... Okay, yeah. but which regular expressions are you going to learn? All the ones in JavaScript, the ones in PHP. They're all different. Uh, they're different in the minutia, but the overarching yeah. principles. Are yeah, the over. There's well, if you're going to spend a year learning it, you can get down to the minutia. 
I would like to just say, for the record, if anyone can learn regular expressions in a year, it's Natalie. So I think that's a challenge, and I think you should take that right up. We're going to expect a full report next year. Can we talk about next week? I just want to be clear. Next year on this show, I'm going to invite Natalie, and I'm going to give her something and be like, okay, regex it for me. Yeah, let's, let's, yeah, let's have a regex show. That'd be, that'd be, that sounds fantastic. Yeah, regex it deeply. That might be available.com. Oh, I'm going to go scroll on that one. It's deeply regular expression is what it is. Hey, Russell, what's what's on your list? What's on my you know, I wanna I wanna learn Java I wanna learn JS Composer as much as I can. I wanna learn visual composer as much as I can. I think a lot of new themes are moving towards you install it and it comes prepackaged with this JS composer that I'm not a fan of. So I need to learn it. I need to learn you're talking about visual composer? Yes. That's what I need to. I need to learn that more because I'm doing more and more client work where they're asking us for help and I don't know how to use it. Hey, hey Chris, everybody's entitled to their opinion. Okay, you can ask Russ. <laughs> it's regular he gave an opinion, and now let's I, go on to say. I, I've been a I've been a beaver builder kind of guy for a long time, and now that Visual Composer has kind of gained that market share, I I need to learn it. So you know, Visual Composer deeply. I just want you to know that. I hate Visual Composer. It's everywhere. Visual Composer is guys, uh, guys, of things, right? For everybody watching the show, listening to the show, if you are thinking about learning Visual Composer, you should instead learn Regex. <laughs> oh. oh, my goodness. I, I think that's like apples to oranges there. It's a bit. It's a bit. It's like kind of like apples to, like, you know, like... Concrete, actually, I think it's more of an accurate, an accurate comparison between those two things. Say what's on your list. Well, sure as hell not Visual Composer, because I work with that all the time with all my clients, and it makes me want to like punch every screen, except for not because pacifist. Um, what do I want to learn? Well, I unfortunately am uh, doing the JavaScript thing, so this is not beyond me. I am, uh, I'm going to deeply, deeply. Learn JavaScript. That's my plan. Um, I also want to get better at Git uh, because it's really important, and um, I have a, a superficial knowledge of it, but I I don't know it deeply. So I, mean, I really I deeply want to get get. I mean, how hard is it? You want something, you go and get it. Hey, Natalie, can you regex that part out of the show? Make sure you put the slide at the end, all right? It isn't hard. It's, well, it's resolving but, conflicts that are really hard. That's what. Well, but I just want to, for people who don't know whatever what I'm talking about is GitHub, which is basically to make sure that as you make changes to main code, whatnot, it all stays current, and you can do different stuff and make it make sure everyone's on the same page. And that's important if you're working in teams, especially yeah. things like that. So I'm going to be working more in teams with some peeps this year. So that's something that's that's on my list. Sure, that, that makes get, sense. To get good at. And I would just like to say that Girl Develop It has classes in Git and JavaScript, and you're here and in LA. LA. And a oh. woman, not a girl, but a woman. And soon to be regex. <laughs> I think it's, I, I think it's I time to. I think it's time to take a quick break with our sponsor by uh, Girl Development. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, or Girl Develop It. Either. Girl Develop It, you yeah. know. 
Wicca, Wicca links, WikiLeaks, scroll <laughs> development. <laughs> just on it. It's good times. Suzette, what's on your list? <clears throat> I'm gonna. I know JavaScript a little bit already, but I think I need to practice it more. So one of my students actually told me about this really great resource, and it's called FreeCodeCamp.com. And the idea behind it is that you learn JavaScript in different languages, and Git is even on there as well. And you work. You're partnered with a nonprofit to build them a website, so you're actually getting practical knowledge of how to use JavaScript in a real project. So no, I, I haven't looked into it. I just started looking into this freecodecamp.com, but it seems like a really awesome thing. I really like the idea behind it, so I think I might do that. Whoever's running that website, they're, they're just like, why don't we get a spike of 10 hits just right now? <laughs> 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 because 10 hits is not a spike. Yeah. <laughs> I a little off topic on code schools, but... Or, Chris, are, are your kids, uh, have they been exposed to Hour of Code yet at school? Um, my kids, no. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, so I do Hour of Code here in Vegas at the Innovation Center, and, I mean, it, it's been really cool to teach kids, like, how things work, not just like, oh, look, here's how you tweet, but it's like, did you know that your tweet goes around the world before people see it? And they're like, really? Like, it's really kind of cool to, to do that with them. Yeah. Yeah, my uh, my seventh grader is getting uh, Arrow Code at school. It's pretty it's pretty cool. But Arrow Code isn't just for kids. I know. I just I, I did the Amazing World of Gumball, like this little programming challenge. It was awesome. I love it. <laughs> How do you do a Gumball rally for WordPress? I think that would be amazing. Like now that you said Gumball, like how do you do like a a from A to B kind of thing with just no rules? I like it. <laughs> Jason. I have no idea what you just said, Russ, at yeah. all. <laughs> <laughs> okay. On that note, Jason, what's up? Uh, for, for me, I, um, I work for a nonprofit, and I deal with a lot of um, uh, designs that are coming in. And they're coming in in all different ways, Illustrator, Photoshop. And oh, now right. I'm trying to get people to start using Sketch. And so I'm actually um, focusing a lot of my time on learning how Sketch works and how I'm able to take the designs from that and be able to make resp responsive sites as well as uh, mobile-first sites. Sketch is awesome, by the way. I Sketch love Sketch. Super fun. Them. Everyone's got pink arrows everywhere because no one wants to change the color of their arrows. That's just <laughs> oh, what that I think is so funny. Well, if they knew it deeply. <laughs> You're confusing something, though, because Sketch, that, that'd be Sketch. It's it's okay. not sketch. <laughs> sketch. Yeah. So sketch, sketch with an sketch E. Is, sketch is like the new is the new hotness for for design. It's for taking like your designs and then being able to build them using um, multiple mm. versions of the design. So you can have a mobile version of it, a a, a tablet version, and then a, a you know full width version of it. So I'm gonna so add that to my list. Just so it's a good thing to know. For hundred bucks, it's not bad, and it's a it's a great way of being able to to use that as well as have like the companion tools that tie into your phone to be able to kind of test stuff. But yeah, good stuff. Cool. And then JavaScript because you have to. Because you have to. <laughs> Matt said. Matt said, and so there. Somewhere. Okay, so. There's a whole bunch I haven't heard yet, and I'm guessing that right now Steve's going to give us the long list of all the things that everybody else has been thinking about. Steve? It might not be a long list, but it'll be a wide Steve. list. Uh, Fortran? Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> what? what a couple, man. 
Cobalt, Cobalt's making a comeback. Yep, so does one, two, three. Actually, um, the one language that's on my list is Swift. That's what I've been learning. Hmm. What Ooh. is Swift? Swift is for iOS. Swift is for iOS, but they also recently open sourced that, so it may go elsewhere. Ooh, that's, that's exciting. exciting. Cool. Um, you know, JavaScript, I mentioned ActionScript at the beginning of this uh, uh, session, and I'm, I'm certainly not uh, encouraging anybody to learn ActionScript because Flash is dead, but they're all based off the same language. It's all based off of ECMAScript, and Swift yep. is kind of similar to that, so um, it fits right in. Yeah, so it's got to be learning in another variant of JavaScript. Deeply. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so you're going to even more deeply learn JavaScript. Here's the thing for the audience. I mean, if, if, if you're out there and you want to learn to code, JavaScript is always the best place to start because it, it, it's, it's based on the same foundation as lots of languages. Well, like, like English, for example. <laughs> but even, if, even if you go to W3 schools, they always say that you should know a little bit of JavaScript before you get into PHP. And so, mm -hmm. to, to Steve's point, you start learning. Once you learn one language, you kind of can sass out all the other languages. They kind of work in. They they, they kind of work in the same way. But you, you know, like if you learn. C++, it's not as forgiving as something like Python. So there is definitely a place where you can start, but I think JavaScript is one of the best places to get your start. Well, and it's free, right? So all you really need is a web browser. Yeah, you don't have to like Most set up a those. local environment and get into the terminal and all yeah, of that. It, it's really yeah, easy to get enough. started with. Unlike Swift. Xcode is technically free, but but not not like not like just opening a browser. It's just a thousand dollar computer. It's not that big of a deal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no problem. I would have at some point tried to get even better at PHP, but I'm not gonna anymore. Cause who cares? PHP is awesome though. I'm, I'm bitter. bitter. I'm bitter. I love PHP. Well, it's gonna be. Um, I I love PHP. I think it's the coolest. So for people who don't know stuff about that, I, I learned PHP before JavaScript, obviously, since I, it's on my list, JavaScript. But um, I think PHP is actually very simple. It's super sentence-structured it, based. It's, it's, I don't know. I like it a lot. It is. The yeah. unfortunate thing with PHP is because it's grown so organically, it's horribly inconsistent. Um, <laughs> yes. But so is JavaScript. It's true. Yeah, so you is your do. mom, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, that, if you if you had to recommend to folks what they should learn this next year beyond JavaScript, what would you what would you put on the list? Well, um, so of course there is JavaScript on my list big time. Um, I think outside of that though, um, learn. Someone said hosting earlier. I just started playing around with Pantheon recently and. Mm -hmm. uh, they make some very interesting choices um, on how they build things that I just like to understand better that are far beyond, um, I think, how I'm usually using servers or having to teach them. So that's something um, that, that I want to learn as well. Um, the JavaScript stuff, just how to build pure front and back ends on top of WordPress is really what I've been playing around with and uh, want to get comfortable the most. I'm, I'm going to add something to, uh, to what Zach just said. Since we are talking about hosting, it, since this is a WordPress show, one thing that you should all learn is WPCLI. Mm. Yeah, I can't. That's, that's a good one. one. I cannot see that without cracking up, ever. I cannot. WPCLI? Uh-huh. 
Just Why? Just about it. Just oh, about okay. It. okay. Because her mind's in the gutter. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> every time, but every... I mean, but even beyond that, if you don't know what the command line is or how to use it, you don't need to go deep on it, but get oh. a cursory understanding of how you can pull up a command line, how you can write some basic commands, uh, like WPCLI, that can help you get a lot of simpler stuff done uh, without necessarily overly complicating your life. Yeah, yeah I agree. I, mean, I think just somebody that's even just installing a plugin, once they learn, they just type WP plugin install Jetpack, that that's actually easier than going in and clicking and, and activating and all these yeah, other things. It, so it is super low. Um, once you get an installed, low barrier to entry to, to use, it's really easy to type and install stuff, switch stuff around. Major time saver, especially if you're, to add what Zach just said, especially if you're uh, importing and exporting databases and moving moving those kinds of things around from local environments to remote environments, way big, big, big time time saver. Sorry, Russ, I cut you off. I was just going to say that I've been trying to get uh, WP Open Sesame installed for a long time, and uh, that command just never works. So that's something that needs to be put on my list. I need to learn the command line more. No? I agree. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> sure. No? All right. Fair enough. No, Chris, Chris, is, Chris is out of people to call on. Chris, hey, what are you going to this year? Yeah, let's Chris learning deeply. So, so um, I think if I were putting things on a list for people to learn this year, I would say, and all of you already likely do it, which is why it wasn't on any of your lists, but for the folks that are watching and listening, learning how to work in local development, working, cool. learning how to work on your own computer, detached from the server, um, and that may mean using something from our friends at ServerPress. Woohoo! Woo! ServerPress! Go ServerPress! I'm trying VVV, but either way, running a, a what is like like a server on your local desktop and being able to do all sorts of WordPress things locally and then learning how to save those, say to Git like Say was talking about, and then push those over to your server, all that kind of workflow. Um, if you're doing things that way, even if you're not a developer, the ability for you to make changes on a site locally and test them out, make sure you don't hose your production site, seems to be a better plan than... Uh, trying to do something directly on the server. So if that's something you don't know how to do yet, I would strongly recommend that you learn how to work locally. And, uh, and yeah. if you don't... But Chris, what are you going to learn? What's on oh. your list, personally? Well, um... <clears throat> you already know everything, so... <laughs> I, I, am, I am far more focused on the business side than I am on the development side, and so... Uh, I am I am looking at specifically how to do more personalized marketing on on websites. So uh, most of us understand what a dynamic website is, right? Because that's what we do with WordPress all day long. So the word dynamic loses its sense in this particular context. But imagine if I was paying attention to each one of you that visited ChrisThumma.com and based on your traffic patterns through my site, based on your behavior, I dynamically changed what was presented on the homepage for you specifically. Cool. Um, another is micro, micro marketing. It's adaptive content, but the ability to do that well and do that within the constraints of WordPress uh, is going to be interesting, but it's what I'm spending most of my time on this year. 
that's I think that's actually a really valid thing for a lot of our listeners who aren't necessarily developers because we all got really techy with all that stuff. But I think that that what you're talking about, Steve, is very useful. Oh, Steve, Chris, you guys are the same. We're, we're, we're often confused. <laughs> Chris, are there any quick uh, tools that that help you with that out of the box, Chris? Um, related. So, so the reality is right now there are not, and so. Um, I am I am looking at some of the very very large players that are trying to do some of this stuff in the automated marketing world, um, that are you know they typically cost five to ten thousand dollars a month, wow. and uh, and figuring out how we bring some of that dynamic down to a uh, small site like my own, and then how do we make those tools available for more people like it? So, uh, but, but I see it happening. I see those requests coming from my corporate clients at Crowd Favorite. I know how I want to use it on my own site. Um, the closest I've been able to use is uh, some stuff with, with a particular plugin that's um, it's currently in, in flux trying to figure uh, out the different directions it goes. But a lot of the guys like LeadIn um, and, and those guys that are kind of monitoring what you're doing and being able to tell you traffic patterns on your site to be able to give you pop-ups and say, hey, did you miss this? Or do you, you know, there's a lot of websites that are doing that kind of interaction, but they're not manipulating the site. Um, they're just manipulating the, the options and the, yeah. the and I, I'm, I'm specifically looking at manipulating sites. So, hey, so we'll see how it all plays out. Hey, Chris, is, is that how you learn something, though? Like, like you're, you're going to learn this whole thing how to do this, but you're going to learn how to do it for your own site first and then take it to I'll something it, larger? Normally, I learn it for for I, I, I try and learn things in the context of a business problem. So I learn it for my clients. I learn it from my problems, and then from there, drive it out to other folks. Sure. And you know, what's great about this show is we can always go back and talk about this stuff on a next episode. So make sure you go to our website. I'm sure we will. Tour Click on the links there and subscribe. If you like this show, hit the thumbs up button. And if you don't want to watch us but you just want to listen to us. You can subscribe to us on iTunes. You want to miss this? Come on. Thank you all. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're going to understand that not one of you. Bye, everyone. Bye. 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 Bye.